got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but you're just not moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goal. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, business owners, producers, and creators of multi-million dollar hit shows for over 30 years, teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Your vision, should you choose to accept it, is possible. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible in three, two, one. Welcome to Vision Possible. We are your visionary hosts. And you guys are visionaries if you're here with us. I'm Butch Hartman. This is my beautiful, gorgeous wife, Julianne. Hi, Julianne. Hi. I'm so glad to be here. And yes, you know what? They are visionaries. So we're going to always refer to you as a visionary because I don't care what you're doing, whether you are an entrepreneur or you are working for a company, you're supporting a company by bringing you know your talent to them you're still a visionary absolutely absolutely and if you're at a company and you've been hired to be there there's a reason you're there you were hired because of some special gift that you have so use those visionary gifts to elevate not only the company but elevate yourself to a different level in that company everybody we talk to um, we talk to a lot of people who want to start their own businesses and want to start their own company, their own corporation, all that stuff. That's awesome. But you can still excel where you are, even if you're not ready to start your own company. Excel in your job. You know, Excel in what you're doing right now and be elevated in, in the company you exist in and use the leverage of that company to move to the next level. Yeah. You know, we, I want to thank everybody who uh, joined us uh, on our show last week. Um, if you guys came to our website, you filled out the coaching forums, or even if you just left us comments, we are so excited. Thank you so much. It's our job here at Vision Possible to help you make your daydream your day job. Yeah, and you know, for me, like, for instance, I worked many jobs where I was, you know, the supporter of the person's vision, right? Mm-hmm. I was the employee that helped push the vision forward. You know, there, there's always like a front person, right? So let's say it was, well, for instance, I used to work for Billy Blanks. Now, Billy Blanks uh, created Tybo. Mm-hmm. And so it was very, very big. That was a multi-billion um, dollar. Yes. Like, yeah. Maybe it went huge. And I believe that really for the uh, for infomercial and all that, I think that's his infomercial is really what put infomercials, you know, back in the day. And maybe, we saw him. Maybe go- kids now they're listening are saying an info what? Yeah, yeah. But an infomercial and that really was something that I think that made infomercials be successful as they are. But what I was doing, though, is I was doing everything I could behind the scenes to support and push the vision that he had to change uh, to change physical fitness. Yeah, and we saw him go from like four people in a, or I was like seven people in a two-bedroom house Yes, to this multi-million dollar uh, business oh, that ended yes. up happening. We saw it happen before our very eyes. And yeah. so learning from him and learning from those t- type of people have really taught us to help you guys. In fact, go to our website, uh, visionpossible.institute. And uh, if you go there, fill out the contact form. We will get back to you within 24 hours because we want to help you take your vision to the next level. Yeah. If you're a white collar or blue collar professional with dreams of starting your own business or advancing even in your own company, like I just said before, let us help you scale it. We're qualified to mentor you and make your vision possible. Yeah, and that's like I said. So everybody, there's you have an importance. There is something that you offer, right? Because you have your own thoughts, your own creativity, yeah. right? So I, the, the front person can't think of everything, right? And so and that was more of a mom and pop when we first started. And so it really literally was. It was mom and pop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so to see it go from that into blowing up to be this huge worldwide uh, uh, you know, just uh, like it, 
about physical fitness that literally like like took yeah took control. it by storm. Yeah, I mean took everything by storm. I mean no, everybody knew it. I mean from little kids that were doing it in their schools to parents that were doing the videos in their homes to people just watching the infomercial and just seeing that. But like I said, no matter what. Uh, do you need people to help support your vision to bring it forward, to push it forward, and to make it make it into what it becomes? Well, exactly. Like, I mean, like you know, when I was doing all those shows at Nickelodeon, I created four cartoon shows at Nickelodeon, and uh, one of them is called The Fairly Odd Parents. And I had to have people come alongside me, helping me make those visions possible. Yes, it was me at the beginning. You're going to pretty much, if you're a visionary, and all of you are visionaries. We just said that. Remember, we're going to test you later. Uh, you guys are visionaries, but if you're a visionary, you're going to start alone most of the time. And that's the that's the time where you're really going to learn how important your vision is to you. Are you going to really be right. strong enough to move this forward on your own until you can get to that point where people can come around you and help you? Like, you know, we're starting this massive entertainment platform too. This uh, It's called Oaxis Entertainment. Right. It's a, it's a streaming service for the family. If you can imagine a streaming service with only family-friendly programming on there. We are starting this thing, but right now it's pretty much you and me. We're going out and making the contacts. We're traveling all over the country, meeting right. all these people that can help us get this thing moving. And quite frankly, a year ago, I never thought we would meet any of these people. But now we've got all these people in our phone now, all these contacts that we never used to and have. And actually have become friends as well. Oh, yeah, they become good yeah. friends, yeah. And, and we've been invited to, like, their house for parties and things right. now. Like, they we're part of their life because you get to know these people, and it's all about relationship. Building vision, building a vision of any kind, it's all about relationships. So it's like, you know, and we want to talk about our topic today. Yeah, you know, today we're, we're going to talk about sacrifice, Right, and right? That's, gonna, that's a big uh, component to a vision. Yeah, so let's define, what is a sacrifice? You mean like a like a like a if I was gonna hang something up and sacrifice it to like a tiki god or something no. like that? No, no, that's not that's not what we're talking about. None of those sacrifices. We're talking about the kind of sacrifice where you sacrifice things about yourself and your time to get your vision going. Right. You know what I mean? Like 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 instead of like going to hang out at the hockey game with all of your pals, don't you have a business plan to work on? You know, uh, yeah. Now there is time for that. Of course, right? there is. Yeah, so that's why what we've talked about before in the past about like time management, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to be very careful because time is very valuable and time is money. Oh yeah. And the the time that we're spending wasting mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. we're not making any money from it, I know. right? And you know, it's interesting is that our daughter Carly, when we have our millennial moment later on, Carly, in the show. she was she was just obsessed with with uh, social media yeah. as a kid in high school, and mm -hmm. we always would say to her, you know, you should probably make a living at this because you love it so much. You spend all your time doing it. Mm -hmm. It would be really a shame if you choose another career mm -hmm. when you spend so much time doing this one, right? right. And so. So that, guess what? Guess what she did? She started a career in social media because she's doing what she loved to do. And that's why you have an opportunity to do what you love to do as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe like we said earlier, maybe it's supporting someone else's vision for now. Maybe it is forever. It's a great way to learn. Right. It's a great way to but, learn. But there are some sacrifices. And again, one sacrifice that is completely off the table is sacrificing time with family. Though. Yeah, we have family time is, is vital to keep strong because, you know, no matter what happens, no matter how much money you make, no matter where you travel, no matter who you meet in your business life and who elevates you up or whatever, you're always going to have to fall back to your family. Your family comes first because they're, they're, they're always there for you. And if you take care of your family, they will take care of you. They really will. 
If you, because the Bible says you reap what you sow, you're going to reap what you sow. If you don't sow anything into your family, if you don't build up your family at all, if you leave them in the dust, if you never include them in anything, and later on in life you're wondering why nobody wants to hang out with you and why nobody calls you and why nobody you know wants to be in your life, it's because you haven't sown anything into them. You're not going to get anything out of them unless you pour into them. And why not be the one who pours into other people? Why can't you be the strong one? Let's pick ourselves up and be the strong ones for once. You know, I want to talk about the difference between sacrifice and there's another word, there's another F word. We talk about F words a lot here. Right. Uh, uh, the word's forfeit. Okay. Okay, so there's sacrifice and forfeit. Do they mean the same thing? No. They don't. Because, no. Yeah, because forfeit, like if you're like on a baseball team and you forfeit, it means you give up. Right. We're done. We give up. We give. You guys win. That's right. what forfeit means. Sacrifice means you're not giving up. Sacrifice takes effort. Like, you know, if you want to go to the gym and build your body into this beautiful sculpted body, kind of like what I have. Right. right? Exactly. Like, like Chisel, this beautiful. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The sculpted yeah. body that I have that you are always completely excited about. Right. Um, I'm joking, of course. Yes. But, you know, if you want to go <laughs> to the gym and get the results that you want, it's going to take sacrifice. But if you just give up, if you forfeit that time and go, well, I paid all this money for the gym membership and I bought all these workout clothes, I'm just going to give up. Well, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Well, what's interesting about that is, I mean, yeah, you've got to sacrifice some time to go to the gym. But usually what happens is that's right. the first thing. You know, we all start off the first of the year going, okay, here's my goal. New Year's resolution. One of my, my, one of my resolutions is exactly. I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start <laughs> eating better. Listen, yep. I've been in physical fitness for over 20 years. I've heard everything, oh, yeah. right? Um, for me, I'm just kind of one of those freaks. I love to work out. Mm -hmm. I'll work well, let me out just tell no you matter what. Folks, she loves to work out. That's I not do. fair. When I married you, I didn't know you'd be a fitness instructor. Very unfair thing to hit your husband with. You know, you were like a normal person. Then we got married and you wanted to work out every day. I went, wait, where did this come from? This is not fair. <laughs> so as a result, well, thank you. you've kept me looking good into my 50s. Exactly. See, I'm, you're going to thank me as the years go on. <laughs> I'm, right? always, I'm always saying positive things about myself to make myself but, feel better. But still, so everybody's, uh, their, their New Year's resolution is, I'm going to get to the gyms. Well, so we all see the pattern. About six weeks later, well, about four weeks later, it starts to dwindle down. I know. And what's happening is, is that now you're letting other things take, take control of your time, and you're not actually helping yourself anymore. Because, yeah. again, you know, yes, we, we take time to read books and we research and we do all that stuff, but your physical body cannot be the last on the list to take care of. And so it is a sacrifice of your time, but it is such a rewarding sacrifice that what you get out of it is, you know, it's like you get uh, a healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. you get more energy, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, yesterday, actually, I was teaching a class and one of the ladies in the class said, I was so tired when I walked in here, but she goes, but now I can go out and conquer the world you know, after 15 yep. minutes of the workout. And yep. so, but it is going to be, it all comes down to, you got to look at your schedule and say, what is it that I'm doing? And you know, if you need help with this, honestly, you need to co contact us. We want to help you in any way that we can. You know, we have a lot of experience behind us. You need to go to the website. You need to go to visionpossible.institute. Go fill out the client form. Even if it's help me get my life in order, help me get my schedule in order, we can schedule a one-hour phone call. Yeah, I mean, first, and the first phone call is free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's our discovery call. And then after mm -hmm. that, we can do a one-hour phone call. If that's all you need, mm -hmm. and then you're good to go, and maybe next month you need a 
another phone call, another hour phone call, whatever it is, we're there for you to do that because it's not easy doing it by yourself and especially if you don't have a support system around you. So talking about sacrifices, I've got a little story that's kind of cute. Okay. Maybe you want to talk about is when you were at a, I believe you're at a film festival in Aspen. Yes, and, I was uh, <laughs> at the Aspen Comedy Festival. Yes. If you can believe they have a, I don't know if they still do it, they have a comedy festival in Aspen, Colorado. Right. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth, and uh, except here sitting next to you, of course. That's uh, the of second course. Most, but uh, but um, I meant that too. But um, uh, Aspen, Colorado, I was in the Aspen, Colorado Film Fest, or Comedy Festival, I was up there with some friends, because we were doing Fairly Odd Parents. Right. And we're like, why don't we go to the comedy festival, see if we can find any new writers or meet some new writers, because we needed, you know, comedy. We were in, right. in, in need of a comedy influence. But. Yes. Our three-year-old and our five-year-old was going to be doing their first piano recital. Yes. On that Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Yeah, our three-year-old daughter. And um, so we were like hanging out all Friday, all Saturday. And we, and, she, and I was in Colorado. I was an hour right. ahead of you guys. And uh, we had to... I couldn't miss this piano recital. Our daughter Sophia was three years old, and Carly was five. And Carly she was, was five. Doing hers too. Right. So and Sophia was not just doing piano, but she was going to be singing too. Oh, that's true. And right. the, and by the way, I couldn't miss this because we've never missed anything our kids Nothing. have ever done. Nothing. So I was like, I've got to get to this recital. The only way to do it was to get up at four in the morning in Aspen, Colorado. And by the way, it was freezing. It was like I January. Bet. I think yeah. it was January. And I'd be at, I'd be at the airport at four thirty in the morning in Aspen. And the Aspen airport's a very tiny little airport. Right. So they put us on the plane at like five in the morning, and I felt. I'm on the plane. I got there. I made it. I was exhausted, but I kept, I felt I felt less horrible when I looked outside and saw these poor guys loading bags into the plane <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning in their Eskimo outfit. Right. But I guess you would call that a sacrifice. Like I could have just slept in that day and said, oh, I can't I can't make it. My daughter, you know, my by the way, I've asked my daughter, Sophia, um, uh, now she's 21. Do you remember me coming to your recital? No, doesn't remember <laughs> it at all. But uh, I know and you know. But uh, but those are the kind of sacrifices you make for your family and for your vision. You need to make you need to make sacrifices like that for your vision. You need to get up at four in the morning. You need to be on a plane. You need to be somewhere. It's the ones who sacrifice that succeeds. The one who the ones who forfeit don't. Yeah. Speaking of sacrifice. Yeah, but let me just add to that a little bit. Though. Yes. You know, even though they don't remember, which we're going to be bringing them on in a minute. We're going to talk about We have this. our daughters here. Right. But they may not remember, but it added to their confidence of always knowing that their parents were in that audience no matter what, whether it was a stadium they were doing a show or a, a sports game or whatever it was, mm -hmm. they knew they could look out there and they could make eye contact with their mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And that's what builds confidence. It builds courage. Character. And it builds character in the yeah. kids. And so, again, this is not about saying like anybody out there listening who might have said, hey, I didn't do that. This is not to condemn you. This is, this is not at all. But it's for parents that are like not maybe realizing this. It's like, oh, it's just one little sh one little show, one little this or that. Right. We're just here to remind you to think about these things. Think about the sacrifice it might take. Right. And it's okay that you make that sacrifice, especially for the family, because you are, are, are uh, raising up now kids to go change the world, right? Mm -hmm. We all get, you know, start our life saying we're going to change something in this world because there is something on the inside of all of us that can do that. So now you're also now going to put that into your children to go out and change the world as well. But if their confidence level has been shot down so many times yep. before the age of 10, it's very hard. And so, anyway, so now we want to bring on our daughters, Carly and Sophia. Oh, here we go. Family, family, family time. 
Hey, uh, right here we have on my right my beautiful, gorgeous 21-year-old daughter, Sophia Hartman. Hello, everybody. And we have uh, our millennial, uh, star of the millennial moment who's coming up later, Carly Hartman, who's 24. Hi, Carly. Hello. So again. now we have, we have a Gen Z and a millennial. And then Am I Gen Z? Baby. Yeah, yes. Sophia's Gen. You're Gen Z. Oh you're my gosh, I'm not a millennial. You're not a millennial. Yeah. This is such good news. You are you're not real, allowed. You were born in '97. That's Probably born true. In you're not allowed on the millennial. Now moment. I'm a baby boomer, and <laughs> no. you're not. I'm a Gen X. You're a Gen X. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, we've got four generations. But this I love Gen crazy. X because it's like the X Men, like in the comic books. So exactly. That's why I like it. I am <laughs> Wolverine. Exactly. Hey, so let's let's. I'm gonna actually kind of. We're gonna throw it over to them. Yeah, but let's just ask a question, girls. Do you remember that recital when Daddy no got on a plane no. at 4 a.m.? <laughs> not at all. You don't remember. Like, literally not at all. Unfortunately. <laughs> we've heard the story since no we could re- I, I can remember hearing the story. But it's the thought that but... counts. I'm honored to hear the story. Okay. I just made it up. It was a really specific story to make up, don't you think? No. Hey, but I want to ask you guys, and both of us want to know, and we will kind of back off the mics here a little bit, but we want to know... You know, uh, what sacrifices do you remember? And this is not to exalt your mom and I, but I'm, 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 because we don't want to do that ever. But I kind of want to know, what did you think about your childhood? I mean, and don't, don't, don't feel like you're on the spot. I know it's so Gee, such a, such we a narrow paid question. Them. Yeah, we By paid way, just because we drove you here today and we're paying for lunch. Don't think you have no. But really, what did you guys, as 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 kids and and now you're adults, what did you think about your childhood? Were, were the sacrifices we made worth it to you? And also too, just to look at you know, you're you'd have to almost not compare yourself but look at other kids too and say sure, okay yeah. you know it's not like you're comparing yourself but in a way you you that's your gauge i believe yeah i mean when i would say like just some memories that stick out was whenever like so dad would come home around like five or six thirty i don't really remember the timing exactly but whenever he'd come home we i just somehow created this game where I was always gonna hide in the house like somewhere and it was always just like where's Sophia like and it was usually under the table right next to the door so it wasn't very far I would see you the minute I walked in. right exactly I mean I it was small table large daughter so you can't really you know it wasn't gonna work but yeah just little things like that where it was like every moment that we um stepped out to try to just become our own human to make ourselves individual from each other. Carly and I are the same person, but the exact opposite person at the same time. And we're also best friends. We're best friends. <laughs> we're our only friends. friends. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but we are so opposite and so the same. So it's like we had to become individual people. So we would do little things like that where it would be like, you know, we're trying to kind of like make a statement of like, oh, my gosh, like I want to do this or I want to be this one day. And you guys never failed to support that dream, whatever it might have been. Like for a while, I wanted to be a scientist, which I cannot do one equation of science <laughs> to this day. But like when I was seven and I was like, I'm going to be a scientist. It wasn't like that's a stupid dream. Get away from me, kid think of something you know more concrete that you can do with your life it was like you guys kind of rolled with the I don't know not the punches but you rolled with whatever we were going to do you supported it 100% and then when we decided not to do that you supported that decision 100% to the point now that we're adults it's like we can make our own decisions knowing like hey if we wanted to start a business you guys would be right there exactly right there backing us helping us I mean there's no, there's never been a question or a doubt in my mind about whether or not my parents are going to support me in a decision, like, ever, which I know is not, not everyone can say that. Actually, most people can't say that, that their parents would back decisions that they make. Now, 
if I'm making a dumb decision, you guys also don't fail to tell me that it's a bad decision. You know what I mean? But it's like, for the ones that are really like future forming, that's what you guys just, you've supported my whole life. Well, and so for one thing I want to add to that is, is that parents, you cannot be your kid's best friend because they are going to make some decisions or they're going to come up with some ideas of things and you've got to be honest with them and say, no, you can't do that. And not just say no and cut them off, but give them the reason why. Hi, I'm, it's me, Carly now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we sound the same. I'm also older. If you can't tell, I sound like a Valley girl, but she's not older than me. I'm the older one. Um, but for my parents, I would really say that when you look back at my childhood, I cannot see a moment that they weren't there. So there's never like that dark period. I was like, oh my God, I was so distant from my parents. It was always just like everything. They were intertwined with everything, but not overbearing. It was like, I wanted them a part of it. And I'm so glad they were a part of every single thing. Um, And you know, my sister and I have never talked bad about our parents ever. To this day, we don't ever talk bad about them behind their backs or to our friends or anything. And um, we just talk about it in front of your faces. Uh, Yeah, you do. (laughs) do, But the reason why that's so special is because all of our friends would always, you know, cuss out their parents at school at recess or even in fourth grade and you're like what the heck I remember a story actually my friend was like it was after school and she was like why is your mom such a b word and she said it but I'm not going to say it on air because I also don't cuss either but I was like actually why don't you just go ask her yourself and my mom (laughs) just walked right up because she was picking me up from school and I was like go ahead and she just had to talk to my mom straight to her face (laughs) so I just like was always had my parents back and I just really think it's just because of that respect of how we were all so close Mm. and just how much they did sacrifice for us why would we do that like I just felt like they were so I was so tight with them I loved them so much why would I ever do that and I always say I did nothing to deserve to be their child. So it's like, I'm just so thankful to have them in my life. And then what about, for instance, we always had this rule of one Hartman went, if one Hartman went, we all went. Oh, yes. Right? And so also the Hartmans are quitters rule. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was just the four of us everywhere we went. I remember I did, um, I was in the show Into the Woods when I was in high school, mm-hmm. which is really depressing, which I really didn't realize <laughs> when I got it's the part. It's not a feel-good show. No, not at exactly. all. Act one is great. Act two is not. And like but, mom was like the ticket lady. Dad was the greeter. I was the greeter. Yeah, like, exactly. We were- but for whatever reason, my high school decided to do nine productions and Every family member was there for all night. I never want to see it again. Yeah, and I put you guys through <laughs> that we week of terror. But yeah, I mean, and even when it came to like making our visions possible, me and Carly have visions for our lives, and those are being made possible right now. I mean, you guys sacrificed the time when we were in that weird transition phase between high school and college or, you know, trade school or whatever we were going to go do. You guys sat down with us and were like, okay, let's make lists of what you love to do. Not even career-based. Let's just make lists of what do you love in life. And one of the biggest things that I love in my life is babies, actually. And we, through that conversation that we had we found out that I would make an amazing doula or a midwife. So I actually got my full certification and to this date have delivered three babies. Woohoo! Literally based off of at doing... At 21 years at old. At 21 years old. But literally based off of doing Vision Possible in the home. So you guys have sacrificed our whole lives yes. just for us to be the people well, we that just we wanted are. To, uh, we, we, we wanted to point out how awesome you guys are, not because of us, but because of who you've become. And that's what we just, we are very proud of you. So thanks for being on the show today. We're of so course. glad you guys, thanks you guys have a good time. Thanks for having us. Yes. You guys, have, and you know what, uh, you know, raising kids is a vision too. And we can even help you with that. We've been parents for 24 years. Yes, and especially single parents. Yeah. It just, it just breaks my heart to see that, yeah. uh, that a parent has to do that by themselves. We want to help with that too. Like, 
Really? So go to the website, visionpossible.institute. Check it out. Fill out the contact form. Let's talk about what you need help with. If it's family, if it's business, we run multi-million dollar television shows on Nickelodeon and other places, and we've uh, taken our uh, a napkin drawing and turned it into a multi-million dollar business so we can help you guys as well. Wait, you guys here? Wait. The leaves Uh-oh. are stopped. Uh-oh. The leaves are stopped. The, the birds, the birds have stopped singing. singing. I, oh, wait, there's, a, there's, a, there's a siren going off. The it's, sky is green. This is the red tornado warning. I back off the mic. Let Julianne go. Go, Julianne. All right, parents, listen. You cannot treat your kids like your best friend. I know you want to do it, and I know you want to be you know, everything to them, but that is not what you do. You cannot worry about their privacy. You cannot say like, well, I don't. I, I hear so many people when I say, have you checked their Instagram? Have you checked their Facebook? What are they doing? Well, I don't want to do that that's like you know that's that area we don't go into you can't do that these are children i don't care if they're 18 years old they're still children right i'm 57 at my kids 21 and 24 they are children and i'm telling you you can't do that you've got to watch what they're doing you've got to be the parent you don't want to be the best friend and i'm very passionate about this and i'm just wanting you to look at just take a look at your situation and say what kind of what changes can i make starting right now Wow, the leaves are falling. We're settling down. The dust is clearing. Amazing job, Julianne. Thank you. That's been great. So, guys, this has been our first half of Vision Possible. Thank you so much. Go to the website, visionpossible.institute. We want to help you out, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> 